I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today's episode, we have a lot to get into. We're going to talk about the Masters, big weekend there. We're going to talk about basketball as the NBA playoffs start tonight with play-in games. The NFL draft is quickly approaching. We have a good amount of Facebook questions. We've got play of the week. And of course, we will start with what's on your mind. I will start it off on this because I think the most important thing for us to talk about on today's show at all is this is the 100th episode of Card Talk. Yes, it is. 100 episodes. For for those that have listened from the start, first off, appreciate y'all for uh, for rocking with us for 100 episodes. Uh, could not thank you guys enough. You know, couldn't be here without y'all. I think if we would look back on this a couple years ago, you know, 18 months ago, nearly two years ago, when we were doing test episodes, uh, which I wish we still had, uh, if you look, if we looked back on those where we started, I'm not sure I would have said, you know what, we're going to be here. We're going to make it a hundred episodes because we, uh, those are some interesting episodes, but Lou, Tyler, I'll, uh, I'll turn it over to you guys. Oh, uh, well, yeah, those, those test episodes were definitely tough. I, they gotta be around somewhere. Like they have to be, I definitely still have the audio file. So like there it's, it's there somewhere, but I am grateful for a hundred episodes. I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful to be able to talk about cards every week. So I'm happy about that. Do you, have a, do you have a favorite episode? Wow. I think the quintessential us is at the national as the guys making announcements over the microphone and we're just <laughs> talking over it. I think that's like the most us there yeah. is. Yeah. So that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about that. That's that's a that's a good question. It would be hard to top that. Like I remember sitting there, the three of us, after a great day, full day at the national, mm-hmm. and the guys like, hey. 13 and a half minutes till this day ends six, <laughs> six minutes and 45 seconds till the show ends. Like just the most odd times, not like five, 15 and 30 minute warnings. It was like 13, 11, nine, six, three and one. Um, so super, uh, super odd times. But yeah, that was, that was a great episode too. Yeah. I like the first Dallas live one we did, but also when, uh, I think I was away on like, it was, we were doing NBA bubble predictions, I think. And I was away on vacation, and Lou, you might have been away too, or maybe mm, Ryan. Was I think no, it was no, me. no. I yeah, think it was me. I think Ryan. Might yeah. have been. <laughs> we were both away. That was a good one. Yeah. Car so. Talk Live was good, but yes. I want to. Uh, we should give some stuff away. Um, we should give some stuff away for the hundredth episode. Okay. Best I'm YouTube ready. comment about their favorite moment of Car Talk is gonna get. A package of some, some good stuff. Wow, that's what I'll say. Wow, that means what a moment. Cards, merchandise, apparel. We'll get a package of stuff. We'll make sure it's cool. Yeah, All right. We'll make sure it's cool. So, you said YouTube comment for this episode. Yep, you comment on this episode in the YouTube comments. Your favorite moment from all 100 episodes. We'll one that one. makes us laugh the most. We'll pick one live on the next show and we'll give it away. Give away the package. Okay. Cool. All right, Lou. Uh, 
Sounds like you had something on your mind. What's uh, what's on your mind? Yeah, I have one thing on my mind and one thing only, and you guys aren't going to like it. Um, last night, uh, well, it's baseball season. Baseball's back. Um, the Astros are back. They beat the Angels two out of three times. I just want you guys to be aware of the fact that we're back on the Otani's the best person to ever exist train. <laughs> I, I knew it was either going to be three things. It was either going to be the Yankees stink, the Astros are back, or Otani's flashing the panty. One no, of those no, it's three very, things. No, it's very, it's, it's quick things. It's quick, quick, quick hitters. The Astros w- took two out of three, shut down Otani, and every every highlight was about Otani. <laughs> it makes no sense, and I'm just sick of it. So there's that part. There, The other part I want to talk about was last night, Steven Souza uh, bravely stated that the Astros weren't the only ones cheating and provided multiple examples, not of teams, but just of direct situations that impacted more than just the Astros, probably more than half the league in 2017. And Who's the this Astros, guy? Steven Souza Jr. is a pretty good outfielder. If you watch baseball, you would know. But I, I don't. I know you don't. But, you know, I just want to put that out there. The Astros were railroaded. They'll never be properly compensated for the way that they were treated by the league and fans. And that's all I want to say. I mean, Otani hit a ball 119 miles per hour, the hardest of his career. (laughs) (laughs) Ground rule double out to the right. (laughs) I mean, I'm so sick of the Otani thing. It drives me crazy. Lou, Lou, who's a better athlete at their respective sport? Shohei Otani or Josh Allen? Otani. He has real talent. I was waiting for him to say. I just, <laughs> Lou does not like either Otani or Josh Allen, so that's a good. That's Otani doesn't bother me as much because like he can't hurt me. You know what I mean? Like Josh Allen can hurt me. He could kind of hurt you potentially. <laughs> not really. By the way, I believe on this show somewhere at some point I made comments about Aaron Judge, and I think the Yankees are super right. Get that man out of town. He's done nothing. He's not a winner, and he doesn't deserve much money. I agree wholeheartedly. He's one of the biggest losers around. <laughs> He, like, actually, he's done something as a New York Yankee. Yeah, but he has the judges' chambers, bro. So they got to make sure they give him seven years for 200. They offered him seven years for 230 million. He turned it down, which is just mind boggling to me. Well, because, like, comparatively, it's not that much money, right? It is. It's it's not a 10 year deal, which I think is what he wants. It's like a top 15 deal in the league. I think he makes him the highest paid Yankee of all time. Inflation's at eight and a half percent. I mean, come on debatable it's really actually eight but anyway um <laughs> ty what's on your mind the fact that you didn't mention the nhl playoffs and the rangers are about to go on the greatest run of their entire franchise history i'm ready let's get fired up and my my pc is about to bury his 50th goal of the season tonight chris Kreider. he's going for 50 he's going for his 50th goal tonight wow yeah which is like real 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 he came out of left field with his season champions league's on today there's some interesting sales, golden PWCC, that messy gold caught my attention. The Cristiano 10 went for, I think, like 225, which I just still think is an undervalued card. If you think about like what Gretzky's have done, I think that that can get there. Yeah, that's what's on my mind. We, we, didn't, we didn't go live for Lights Out. Yeah, game. so do you want to talk about that, Rod? Did you watch the race at all? Did you watch Absolutely calls? not. You watched nothing. I was in Boston Friday, Saturday, and, like, got home from Boston. Like, so flew to Boston, right? Was in Boston. Got no sleep Friday night. 
Saturday, fly, <laughs> Saturday, flying home from Boston. Been on the plane for five forty-five minutes, and the pilot comes on and says, "Hey guys, we hear a noise from the back of the plane. Mm. We have to land in Pittsburgh." Mm. Mm. Not great. Thirty-four thousand feet in the air. It's probably not what you're looking to hear. Uh, so had to stop in Pittsburgh. That's a tough scene. Yep, absolutely. Was in Pittsburgh for a little while. Flew home. It just long couple days. It about nine thirty on Saturday. Just I was lights out personally. Mm. So definitely wasn't lights out for the race. Lights out, and away he goes into sleep. Yeah. Speaking of lights out season, Austin Matthews. Chris Crowder's at 50. I think Austin Matthews is at 58 goals. I don't think there's been someone that scored 60 goals in 10 years. I think the last person to do it was Stamkos. Um, kids a stud, ready for Wait, the playoffs. Stamkos? That was like Steve five Stamkos. years ago. That was uh, 11, 2011. Really? He was in, though. He kind of dragged out the league a little bit, but... Okay. I, I think that's the last time I saw it. But went to the show this weekend in Boston. Picked up some cool pieces. I wanted to show you guys these. This, uh, to me, just seemed like a no-brainer. Obviously, the Masters was on. Wish yep. Tiger would have finished a little bit better, but check this piece out. He grinded, though. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's a really good piece. That auto is to... so crispy. I'm just really happy you have listened to my advice and executed on it. Yeah, right. I'm glad you listened to his advice and bought Tiger Woods cards. Thank you, Lou. Thank you I mean, for the wisdom mean, encouragement. I'm fairly certain we made a Fairly big deal about buying Tiger Woods cards. We did. We did. We did. I want to give Tyler some credit, actually. Uh, I did buy these. I know Lou is super stoked for these. What is that? Those are some... Collegiate Josh Collegiate Allen. Collegiate Josh Allen. Contenders Cracked Ice. Interesting. Yeah, those yep. are pretty fire, actually. Would you, pay, would you pay like five bucks for those? <laughs> Guy had a pretty good uh, Josh Allen lot. Picked up his stuff. The last couple shows I've been to, it's been a lot of Herbert and Josh Allen, really. Um, seen a lot of those guys, so I think I'm gonna probably end up stashing those away until the national. But pick those up, pick up the tiger. Got a got a bunch of cool stuff. But I do want to give Tyler some credit because I think it was probably three to four weeks ago we had a conversation where like Tyler's like we talk way more F1. I don't talk about golf that much, and Lou and I kind of laughed like it was it was kind of funny. But Tyler did mention like during that conversation, he's like Scotty Scheffler's on this tear. And we're, Lou and I are like, yeah, that's not a real person. Like, we don't even know who that is. And he's like, no, you do. And Tyler, Lou's like, I don't know who that is. And this dude just won the Masters and is on his tear. And I never heard of this guy. And the only reason I was like, okay, I know who this guy is, is because Tyler brought it up on Car Talk. So I feel like we should give Tyler some some props golf, on that. Golf class for Ty. Isn't he on like a historic run of like Masters or something like that? Or not Masters, Majors? He's won, I think, like four of six. Yeah, which is the first time that's ever happened, right? He's on fire. That's He's crazy. Fire. You didn't give him out the Masters fl- futures, six majors? No, uh, just tournaments this year. Oh. He's won four. To start his career, basically, like, apparently, or something like that, right? No, he, he, no, no, no. He's been I in, some stat. he's now played seven, I think, 76 tournaments. And he was, oh, for, like, 60 or something about that. I don't. Jay, in a there's previous literally clip, a clip. Jay, don't do yeah, this, Jay. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's a, literally a clip here. of Lou, which we're not going to go there. With I'm ready. Pull it up. It's Scotty Chef. But you're, you did text where were you on that one with the call at the Masters, which I didn't bring it up, but I did throw Put it a $75 yourself. Yeah, of course you did. You're the worst. The you put money on him? Yeah, I won a good chunk of change. I had a nice, <sighs> I had a nice, uh, he was the, person i put the most cash on he was 15 to 1 pre-20 
And he just ran away with it. I mean, Cam Smith was kind of right there, but then just fell off when it mattered most. But honestly, shout out to Tiger for making the cut. My man was 15 months ago, was looking at prosthetics and just out here just... Grinding. Grinding. He was like giving the triple limp. He was really struggling. But Lou doesn't look like he's having it, though. If it was a two-day tournament, Tiger would have been awesome. Yeah. He, yeah. He just it was tough on the weekend. It was tough to watch on the weekend. He couldn't putt. He was he couldn't tired. do anything. Yeah, he was there. I admire his work ethic, though. Doesn't he wake up at like 4 a.m. to start stretching or something like that? I had imagined. So afterwards, after on Sunday, he was like, couldn't get down the stairs. I was like, geez. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, that's ouch. Basketball playoffs start tonight. Got a play in game. We talked about it earlier this year. I think it's worth mentioning. We talked about how the Cavs and the Nets could play and lose. Like if they played them in a series, they would absolutely dominate. You know, the Nets are this. And that was when the Cavs were the second seed. And obviously they've fallen apart since they're in a plan playing game now. Do you want to apologize to me? No, absolutely not. I'll give a, a minor apology apologies to Lou. Okay. I'll give all 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 uh bend the knee. I'll bend the knee that. to Lou That's... on the on the Nets take. It's an adult thing to do. Some yeah. people wouldn't do I that. I won't either. go John Snow. I'll, yeah, I'll bend the knee. Oh. I mean, they're laying nine and a half tonight, and they're it's the Suns. And they're going to cover the it. Bucks, <laughs> and, uh, and then the Nets are the third highest odds to win the chip, uh, even though they're playing in the playing game tonight. Their odds have gone down, I will so say. So how does it work? They win and they're in? They win, they're in. That's pretty much what needs you need and to And then yeah. they'll have to play. The loser plays the winner of. But would they play the one seed, or who would they play the Bucs? They play the Celtics if they get it. Lou in, explained it one time. It was losing explanation. <laughs> this is great. Was this is going to be great audio here where I'm just looking up the NBA playoff picture. I'm pretty sure they play the Celtics. Get Boston out of there. And we'll I didn't realize, real you guys mentioned this beforehand, but I definitely did not realize that, like, the favorites are the favorites. Like, they're... By far, yeah. By, by far the favorites. Yeah, like, so the winner, if the Nets win tonight, they play... Boston. If and then if they lose tonight, but they win against Atlanta, Charlotte, they play Miami. Think of it like that. So you'd probably. Re- I mean, phew, gosh, gonna be interesting. There's a lot of good teams. Well, remember, well, so pre-show, I said, remember during like the bubble, we'd be like, oh, if they have a big night tonight, their car market's gonna go crazy. Who, Ryan, are you looking to pay attention to in the playoffs? Whoever plays for the favorites. Think I mean, Devin, if, market, Devin Booker's market could go crazy. To be honest, I don't follow like basketball enough. I'm just not like as into it as you know some. So I'm could it? Yeah, sure. I I think a young guy winning definitely helps their values. Like Tatum, it, winning is built into so many of these guys' prices. Though, like, look at Lucas stuff. Look at I mean, these guys sell for a ton of money. It's it's like a winning is baked into anybody's prices, really. Like Tatum National Treasure, like I saw Tatum Prism. I saw Jason Tatum Prism Orange Rookie at a 49 PSA 10 on Facebook this morning for $32,000. You're just grinding Facebook on at like 8 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, absolutely, I man. Love I love that. Absolutely. I love hearing those Facebook things. groups. But it's like thirty two grand. Like, what does Jason Tatum have to do for that card to be worth thirty two thousand dollars ten years from now? He's got to win two titles. I think he's probably the one guy, at least in the East for sure. That if the Celtics go on a run, I think there'd be a lot of energy behind Jason Tatum. I agree. Tatum's. I love Tatum. Whether that reflects in his card values is to be seen. But 
that would definitely be the guy who would become like the the story. How about Embiid? Maybe Embiid. Big man just haven't gotten as much love. I think Jokic. I mean, Jokic has shown that. I mean, their stuff sells pretty well. Yeah. They're also in trouble. Like they're missing Thibel now for all the Toronto games. Like that's a problem for them. Have you, Rye, has the NHL market noticeably sparked up a little bit in your world? Uh, So I was at the show this weekend, and there were people that I am friends with in the market that buy tons of stuff, like buy a lot every weekend, like travel and, you know, buy a Mm -hmm. shit ton, uh, excuse my French, and uh, they they were buying hockey. They were like, hey, we can't keep hockey in stock, you know, we're looking for it. Um, Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's there's there's definitely some there's definitely some buzz around around hockey. The one thing that's so interesting to me is again, I see it more because of the shop, but like we 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 definitely get on Panini uh, like we're, we're we're critical of Panini at times with like the release calendar, right? Like we've we've been we've talked about it before and how that could affect the card market with football and basketball product. We've been very open about that. Tops at times as well. There are upper deck products that are way overdue. How is that possible? They're talking about like, I'm getting emails for 2022, 2022, 23 upper deck MVP hockey. And we don't even have the cup hockey from 2020, 2021. That's all full seasons gone by and we don't have it. They're not just skipping it. I I don't know. It's like, it's, I think they're just behind. So it's like, I would love to know when that stuff's going to come out. It's the best hockey product they make. Like, we don't have SP Authentic Hockey either. Like, with Kareel and uh, who else in there? Lafreniere, some of those guys. Like, those products aren't out yet. Like, those guys are uh, not even rookies anymore, are they? Lafreniere's about to have a huge playoff. So, I just, again, hockey's, like, it's... It's very interesting. I wish I was more involved in that world to know why some of the stuff takes as long as it does because there's so many. Like, they moved Prism Football back. Did you guys see that? They did? Yeah, it was in March. Then it got moved to April 26th, and then it got moved to May 11th. They pushed Prism back again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, May 11th. That's unbelievable. That's yeah. unbelievable. If you go back a couple back years again. ago, Prism was released, I believe. November, I tri- right? Triple check. I think it's October. Yeah, October. Yeah. That's unreal that they would wait till May to put that out. Because then what? What, are, what is twenty twenty two going to come out? And it's scheduled Prism twenty twenty two draft picks, the collegiate product with no. Garrett I mean Wilson. the real Prism. No, so hear me out. Prism draft picks is scheduled to release the same day as Prism from the previous year. Stupid, really, really stupid. If we play the Penguins, <laughs> Ty's locked in. He's locked in on Chris Kreider and the Rangers. I love I'm it. Focused. I love it. It's a big we. It's a big we for sure. Rapid fire question. Any team you want and can win the win the their respective cup or title. Penn State football? Yeah. The Jets. The it's not even close. Yeah. That's I've fun. never I've seen Yeah. I didn't know Ty it was Penn State that much for you. Yeah, it's not even remotely. Yeah. It wouldn't be close for me either. Close. What would be Kawhi? What would be year one? I mean, you've seen it. You've won championships. Yeah, it would wouldn't matter. I would every year. I would give up everything. The else only for thing it. Ryan likes is Ohio State. You know. Yeah, that's yeah, facts. 
Yeah. I mean, we we won the Big Ten Championship. That was pretty good. What would be your second tie? My second would probably be the, would be the Knicks, I'd say. My second would be the Knicks. Lou? Lewis Hamilton, eighth? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, the Astros. I, probably the Astros. I love when the Astros are winning. Probably the Astros are second. You know what mine would be? The Blue Jackets. The Blue wow, Jackets? That'd be fun. Blue Jackets guy. Yeah. They're, on, they're the only Columbus team, like, I really had. Like, I didn't want, I, I grew up watching, like, in the Patriots. So I didn't get, like, I wasn't a Browns guy. I wasn't a Bengals guy. Like, we didn't have a baseball team like you had the Clippers. Like, the Blue Jackets came around in, what, 2001, 2002? So I was 8, 9. So it's like, CBJ's been around forever. Like, then you lose Panarin, uh, Goalie Bob. You lose Duchesne. You lose draft picks. Like, you lose everybody. Then you're like, hey, this is kind of the rebuilding season. You got Line A. He's he's a stud. But, yeah, it would, it would definitely be definitely be CBJ. Oh, right. Are you, a, are you an NCAA 14 guy? Back in the day, the video game? Yeah, we talked about this. I have the game. So, Denard Robinson's on the cover of that. So, of course, yes. that's unacceptable. So, we have the custom printout one with Zach Boren standing over Devin Gardner, right, right. like, looking down on him. Right. Like, we have the custom printout one. But, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I was going to say my, th- my third my third pick is my Rutgers dynasty. If we can win the <laughs> Natty, that'd be huge. Nice. Yeah. yeah that'd be so, cool. like, oh, shout out to, the to like, ten. NCAA football back in the day when like we would all do like online dynasties and like you'd get it and Tyler would get it and I would get it and like I'd play my week and then you'd play your week and then Tyler played his week and we'd all advance our weeks and then eventually like we'd play for a BCS national championship. We're gonna do it with a new one. We should get a card talk. A card talk online dynasty for NCAA Uh, football. I'm in. I'm in for that. I'm in. Back on that that uh, what I want to see win thing. There hasn't been like meaningful games played at the Garden. In some time now, so uh, I don't know. The Trey Young playoff games were meaningful. Yeah, they were a pretty big deal, Ty. Th- those were a big. Th- that's the biggest deal. I mean, before that, I'm you not lost, sure. and there was two of them. Yeah, I mean that's meaningful. I I get it. I was at the game. They won, but like we were never. That was. <laughs> Wait, we went down 0-2 quick. To say right? that was never not that was never a big. It deal. was a playoff game. I'm saying, but like mean like. Do you know what a, a playoff run looks like? Like where you, there's like with the Knicks? No, I've never seen it before. Like the Rangers had a real good one back yes. when we first started at Vayner. When I first started at Vayner, like yes. 2014, Rangers had a real 14, 15, 16, 17 real playoff games happening. Real action, energy. real juice in the city. The Knicks haven't. I mean, That's true. By the way, the Rangers juice for that run was real in New crazy. York. Crazy, crazy. Like you could feel it in the city. Yeah, I remember going to the Blue Jackets versus the Bruins in the second round. The first time I went to the, that was the day I pulled the Luca NT RPA at a 20. It was the first time the blue jackets had ever, the blue jackets had ever hosted a second round playoff game ever in franchise history. And I was there probably, I mean, top three sporting event I've ever been to in my life. Now imagine New York city. Mm, No, thanks. Action pass. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to some Facebook questions. Uh, I know Jason said we've got a decent amount of those. Speaking of what we just talked about, uh, Dan Patterson said, will the long delay in prison football affect its value? We have a full year of the quarterbacks and seem like smart money is in the 2020 class. I absolutely think it's going to have a dramatic impact on the players in the, in the class. There's too much attention is going to be diverted away. I could not disagree more. Could not disagree more. You think it's going to be extra hot because it's been so long? I think there's two, a couple things. One, it's Prism, so it doesn't matter when it comes out as much. People are going to want the thing. 
one of the topics we're going to get probably two more next week, since we didn't have time today, is the NFL draft for 2022. The 2022 NFL draft class is not as good. For QBs, yeah. Yep, Burrow and Herbert stuff will will definitely be there. 2020 is going to be awesome. There are six quarterbacks right now in the 2021 draft that will likely start on week one. Six of them. Right, that's a fifth of the league, essentially. And they're in one class. Now, are they all going to pan out? Absolutely not. Couldn't agree. Six guys. Six guys. Davis Mills, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. Six quarterbacks. All respect to Davis Mills, but... Feels like an NCAA football 2014 kind of guy. Feels like a guy that you recruit <laughs> seven years into your dynasty. Feels but like he's a gonna, five star with a big arm. He's gonna he's gonna be there. He's gonna start right. It's gonna matter. That's like what Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen is an NCAA football 2014 guy. It's big, big arm can run. Plays at Wyoming. Tank. And he's a top three quarterback in the league. I, I, I have nothing to say about that. He's a top three QB in the league. Right. So again, like, do I think it would have been helpful to get Prism during the season? Yes. Cause I think what you're going to miss out on is like the Mac Jones hysteria when Mac Jones, I mean, my goodness, Did you Mac, say Jones, Mac Jones hysteria, Mac Jones, Donner's PS 10 sold for two grand during the season. Yeah. That's because, hysteria. Right. You know why that happened. Supply and demand. It's not because there's hysteria. Well, Brother, he won like what? Five games in a row. Hey, Mac Jones stuff was like crazy this year. So you're recommending people spend money on Mac Jones? Not at all. Mm-mm. I'm saying it would have had a different outcome for Mac Jones cards during the season. I have nothing to say. That's a ridiculous statement. Do you think Mac Jones prism base cards would have sold more in May of 2022 or more in November of 2021? Or... Of course, in November yeah. of 2021, because that's that, when that's they were That's my only games. argument. That's my only argument. That's my only argument. Okay. Oh, you're talking about like previous hysteria i thought you meant like when it comes out there'll be mac jones hysteria no like it would have been hysterical during the season when he was hot it's not going to have that that same effect now but people are going to still want golds like there's going to be a multiple five-figure sales on prism golds of a lot of of guys in there i just yeah it's what i think is going to end up happening is the 2021 class is it's not going to be as good as burrow and herbert i think those guys are in a different different world but i think you're gonna have some talent from this class and as the 2022 guys come out do i think people are gonna rather have matt coral malik willis kenny pickett or do i think they're gonna want trevor lawrence mac jones justin field zach wilson trey lance i think they're gonna take those guys and that's where i think the 2021 class will will do will do much better in the long term real quick this past sunday was one of the most epic premier league matches man city versus liverpool just the pomp and circumstance was out, and it was a, it was a proper match. Just a lot of action. Top players in the world. People need to pay a little bit more attention to what's happening in Premier League, because we're gonna be what? What's today? April? Eight months? Four episodes a month? Eight days until my birthday. When we're eight days till Lou's birthday, that's where we're at right now. In about twenty-five episodes, the World Cup's gonna be over in Qatar. And this country is going to explode with love for proper footy. So be prepared. Do you think that the World Cup's going to get overshadowed by the NFL? Because I think it is. In America. Bro, the day after Thanksgiving, USA, England is going to be like. USA is not what I'm talking about. Non-USA related matches. Yeah, that's going to be epic. I'm ready for that. I'm talking about outside of that. Do you think people are going to be watching? No, I think. 
yeah, like if 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 the if the USA if if they lose in the round of sixteen, do you think it's going to continue the same buzz, or is it contingent? I think it's very contingent on us being in the mix. What the World Cup? That's yeah. That's when it'll be like popping. Here is as long as we're in it. Bro, the World Cup was lit. The World Cup doesn't do with the World NFL Cup. every time. I know that. It'll be it'll be fine. They're, they're working around that. I mean, right steals the whole thing. I'm talking about the day the World Cup ends. That's my point. My point is not about this World Cup. My point is the World Cup, the day the World Cup ends. The day the World Cup ends, we have a countdown, just like we do for national. We have a four-year countdown to the World Cup being played in America. That will be the biggest sporting event of all time ever. 2026 World Cup in North America. It's also in Canada and in Mexico. And the final is going to be at MetLife Stadium. And that will be, that'll be bigger than the Olympics. That'll be everything. They're doing the final at MetLife Stadium? Where else would they do it? What's the capital at, of the at world? SoFi Stadium, maybe? Like, we stink. MetLife Stadium. <laughs> also, you don't go to LA for a global audience. Look at Lou's face. For- You're right. You go to Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> TV, bro. Come on. Three hours. All right. Next question. Uh, Johnny F says, how can we convince any of you guys to come up to a show in the Great White North? I've never been to Canada. I'm going to Canada. I'm going to Canada on Sunday on Easter with with uh, Andy K. We're going to Banff Springs for a week. Wow. The Expo's there, I think. Uh, there's like Expos? a... No, there's yeah. Oh, I might go to a Flames, Calgary Flames game. There's like a card convention there. It's like the national, but in Canada. I would love to go. We got invited to that once, I think. I would love to go to that. I've just never been to Canada. I can be convinced very easily. Yeah, I could probably be convinced relatively easily to go. I would love to go to a show there in like the summertime when it isn't like miserable. That'd be great. That that's like a little request on my end, but you know. Yeah, if we can get a little bit more data from Johnny F over to Jay, that gets in the mix. There's planning far enough out. I think I think it could be some. All right, here's a good question. Uh, Sean Madden says, if modern players that have huge prism based pop numbers become Hall of Fame Hall of Famers and potential all-time greats, do you think their prism base cards could have long-term value the way a Kobe, LeBron, Jordan, or rookie or it says the way a Kobe, LeBron, or Jordan rookie do. The value for value, no. Well, because there's less of those. Yeah, supply and demand, sure. Right? I mean, so that, like, uh, 2012 prism, potentially. Right, what's the cutoff in your mind? Do you think it's, like, 2017? That's that's a good that's a good time period, yeah. Yeah, Tatum is, like, the I feel like the last guy who doesn't have, like, yeah, that's a really 7,000 Yeah, that's typically right around the, cut, the cutoff. It'll be interesting to see what Fanatics does to the market in terms of overall volume, like number of players, right? Like Fanatics has said that they're going to put cards in a lot of places and get eyeballs on it. And I, I don't know who it, who said it. I just remember hearing somebody say something about like the Luca Prism Ten. It's an interesting take. It makes it makes you think. Um, but they said like you know how many Luca Tens are there? What is it? Twenty thousand. 15, 000, something like that right someone said that's like you know that's not even enough seats in the mavericks arena that's always been my argument with the base card thing so makes you think now do i personally want a luka Doncic psa 10 prism base card no that's nothing for me uh i would rather have a serial numbered card i'd rather have an autograph like there's other things i would rather have um but again i think base cards 
like the, the the graded cards are oftentimes seen as an entry point into the market. I think it's a way to, uh, you know, learn the market more from where you're at, like when you're first getting into it. But I don't think it's to me, I don't think the base, especially the last four or five years are really long term plays that are going to compare to Jordan, LeBron and Kobe as much. Do you think the $500 value that it's at right now is still inflated or you consider that to be close to a true value? Um, that's a good question. It's been sitting around 500 for a while. I check constantly. Luca? Yeah. That doesn't seem terrible. But so in a world where it's 500, like, I don't know. So let me ask you this. Like Zion, I think is around 175. I think Zion's around 200. I wouldn't touch a Zion card with a tempo pole. And that to me, so that's where like, again, like I talked about this tiger pre pre show is like, you know, when you compare dollar for dollar, like what the same dollar of one person gets you for another, that is where I think you can find, you know, there's potential in the market. There's plays in the market. Um, so would you rather have two and a half Zions or one Luca at this point? I'd probably rather have the Luca. So Michael Davis says, Hey guys, if you could travel back in time and tell your younger self, what goats to invest in? Who would you pick and why? Here are your choices. Uh, Brady, Tiger, Kobe, LeBron, or Jordan? Oh, those are my only choices? How do you not put Messi on this list? Um, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan is the obvious answer. Yep. Right? For mm-hmm. sure. The combination of the base card plus like the patch autos and all that stuff. Yep. It's pretty... You're saying what, Jordan? Yeah. I remember watching a friend uh, buy a Jordan Exquisite patch auto out of 100 at the show at the Chicago National in 2016 for sub $3,000, right? And it's like that card, you know, that's five, six years ago. And looking looking at that card now, it's what? Yeah, and I just think out of the guy, out of the Brady, Tiger, Kobe, LeBron, MJ, like I'd rather have MJ cards than any of those guys. So like just from a collectability standpoint yeah. too, it's MJ. that one for me. I would say MJ. I probably would have put Gretzky on there, but MJ. Yeah. Ian Priest says, long-term investment. Ken Griffey Jr. inserts versus Barry Bonds inserts. Barry Bonds by a country mile. Ken Griffey Jr. Griffey. The best swing in baseball. I think, I think Bonds is the most disrespected baseball player of all time. I think the narrative matters. By the national media. And... No one is loved more in their hometown more than Barry Bonds. I would debate that. Okay. I would Tyler Schmidt that. is definitely loved in his hometown, for sure. Like, Ty Schmidt's a hometown guy. I am a hometown guy. But, bro, cult, just Ken Griffey Jr. is culture. Ken Griffey Jr. is straight up sports culture. Yeah. Literally the swingman. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't agree more that it's the kid. Barry Bonds is a loved person. I think if you showed a pic, I think if you showed pictures of both people to pe- someone who doesn't necessarily know who those two people are, they're going to say I recognize Barry Bonds before they recognize Ken Griffey Jr. Depending on their age, but- Ken Griffey Jr. is the most ic- is a top ten iconic sports card of all time. Yeah, Griffey I understand. Is legendary Barry Bonds. When I th- when when you think about Barry Bonds, you think about how he was built like Griffey, and then all of a sudden became Thor overnight. Yeah, that was lit. I mean, steroids sure, awesome. but like, <laughs> there's no denying that he took a lot of steroids. 
I'm pro steroids, so you've always I'm said not, that. I'm not against steroids at all. I think the MLB is crock of shit for what they did with agree the McGuire Sosa pump it to the moon Houston and then Andrews. dump it back on everyone's face. Kind of MLB did the old pumpy dumpy. Look at these guys hitting bombs. Put them in front of everyone's face. Get everyone else to take juice so that they could hit bombs, and then literally tell them that they can't take juice, even though they said the best two players in the game are clearly taking juice. Um, and so they, they did the old pumpy and dumpy on everyone's face. Your sport. Everyone's sport. But the MLB pumpy dumpy is really The MLB <laughs> pumpy dumpy is real. Kamish pumped and dump. Like, Bud Sealing. You know, the man himself. But, like, you know, then pitchers started taking roids to get better, faster. But, like, Bond's hat size doubled, bro. Griffey so, was just getting injured. And- I think Barry Bonds is the most disrespected athlete. In baseball history, you still got to be able to and swing the bat. You still got to over Pete Rose the opponent. Absolutely, bro. Oh. For people, I'm talking about people my age. I can't speak for like older people. I'm talking about my age. Bonds was dope, but Griffey was dope. Who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame more, Barry Bonds or Pete Rose? Barry Bonds, both, but Barry Bonds. I think he had more of an impact on the current state of baseball more than Pete Rose did. All right, Jay, let's get that up on uh, IG poll I w- or Twitter. I would love to know what the listeners yeah, think. Yeah, who deserves more? Both who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame more? You can only put one guy Both. in. Only put one guy in. You got to pick one. Who you pick? Barry. All right, let's get into play of the week. If you guys are new here, it's where Tyler, Lou, and I will uh, we'll see some plays that Jason's going to take from the listeners. He'll put them together, give us five plays typically every week. But Jason has said that this is going to be a great week. So we had to have six this week. So let's see what we got. All right. So this is from added, added detail. It says, my cousin told me to reach out about a recent transaction. Was it a fairly large toy show in Ohio? Got there early. And the first table I walked up to happened to have this in their case. It was priced at $175. Offered him $160, which he accepted. Sold for $900 cash the next weekend. It's a 1985 Topps WWF Hulk Hogan PSA 9. So in my opinion, this is one of the... I would consider it to be like a classic sports card, classic trading card, sports card, whatever. I love this card. I think it's a, it's the piece from the 1985 top set for wrestling, which I think is like a top three or four wrestling set of all time. I love this card. I don't understand how he got it for 175 or got it for 160. Excellent work. It's a great, I mean, I, there's so much I love about this. One, this individual added detail. Oh, it wasn't a car show. It was a toy show. Sorry. This, this person added show. detail. I'll, my gut says they've never listened to our podcast. 100%. My gut says they don't do much. Yeah, my cousin cars. told me to reach out. Yeah, yeah my cousin they, said, <laughs> can we get some love for the cousin, Jay? Can you do some work? Can, yeah, we shout need out the, to the cousin symbol. Cousin. Because if this person wins play of the week, I highly doubt they give a damn about what we're up to. But it just goes to show arbitrage is arbitrage and toy show and you know, that's why I think oh, Ju- well, Judy's been such an amazing addition to this because understanding the different universes and back to the pre-talk and everyone being confused about prices here, prices there, acting like eBay hasn't had crazy flips going on forever. So I just love this because the person who sold it probably is like, I want nothing to do with this damn thing. And it just goes to shows. And like, it's probably sat there. Multiple people have walked by and not cared at all. Mm-hmm. And this person came by and hit him with the, oh, 175. You know I'm not offering you 175. Let's go with 160. 
Jay would never. Jay, pick up. Jay would never. No, it's Jay. No, it's Jay. Because he probably had eight. You know, he either had 160 or 180. He didn't have change. He probably pulled up with 200, boom, and then flipped it. I like the play, and it's amazing that it landed here on Card Talk because I highly doubt this person has ever heard of our show, but a play is a play. All right, next one, Jay. All right, so this is, wow, this is wild. All right, so this is from True Moo. It says, play of the week. I ordered a box of the new 2021 Upper Deck Goodwins Champions on Wednesday, April 7th for $189. Figured it would be a fun rip, even though it's an unlicensed product, since there's a chance of hitting an auto from some of the goats of the hobby. Jordan, Gretzky, Tiger, LeBron. For the price point, I figured why not? And some of the entertainment autos hold some value as well. The box was delivered on Friday and I immediately opened it. I hit a one-of-one Michael Jordan Superfractor and a celebrity auto. I posted the Jordan in a couple... Uh, a couple MJ collector hobby groups on Saturday, and within hours, I had multiple offers. Going back and forth, I made a deal for $2,550 via the PayPal goods and services. After fees and purchase of the box, my net profit is right around $2,260. I rarely rip wax because of how expensive it is anymore, but with the box being under $200, I was willing to roll the dice, and it turned out to be very profitable. I would like to say that people who say you can't rip cheap wax anymore... Here's the answer to your question. One eighty nine for a box, and then you could sell a, a MJ for twenty five fifty within days or hours is real good stuff. Yeah, going back onto that train of thought. Okay, the Masters this weekend, degenerates, the degenerates of the world, right? Fanduel, DraftKings, Pete Rose isn't allowed in the Hall of Fame, but baseball has deals with betting companies all over the world. That is wild. That is crazy. Right. One of the beautiful things about this hobby, if you will, this beloved hobby of ours, is that many degenerates put ten, fifteen, two hundred dollars on random golfers this past weekend and got nothing in return for losing. This person paid $189 for the same entertainment form of potential and gambling, what have you. And even if they pull nothing, there'd be some cards that are worthwhile that some people may be interested in. But boom, they hit. That is always why I believe in, I will believe in sports cards over the idea of betting. Like, you know, Lou is talking about a parlay with the Suns and the Bucks. And he's like, yeah, it's plus five, you know, and I'm, it's not, I'm not trying to give Lou shit, but it's like, both of those things have to happen for it to be successful but if you believe it's going to happen, you could buy a Giannis auto and a Devin Booker auto. And if they don't win the finals, you still have a Devin Booker auto and a Giannis auto. So it's just like you have something tangible to walk away with. Like, you know, I understand like the I don't understand it because I'm not in that world. But like the idea of putting a dollar on like a 15 team parlay and hitting 200K sounds awesome. Like very, very cool. I'm sure the odds are one in a million. But yeah, that's why I like sports cards so much is you you have something tangible from it after you know regardless of what the outcome of the event is agreed and also why yeah to your point seal wax will always be a thing because is that from space jam that picture by the way i don't think so i think it's the same card they used for the haynes product the mm. same the same picture they used for the haynes product that's what it looks like to me all right so this is from is it snoo cards this play of the week submission brought this card. At, I bought this card at the national last year in Chicago for 900 bucks cash. Plus a little bit in trade. 
I only I ended up having about fifteen hundred bucks into it. I ended up moving it at Card Collector 2's trade night with the same trade night the same day for a Jason Tatum Kaboom rookie BGS nine, which I later sold for two grand and twenty five hundred dollars cash. So I ended up profiting around three thousand dollars. I've always thought about the card and I've looked for one ever since. Well, almost a year later, I saw this amazing card again. But the exact wait. Oh, he said, I not only saw this card again, but it was the exact same card at the Dallas Card Show trade night and knew I had to have it back. I purchased it once again for 2700 cash and didn't plan on selling it, but was offered $3,500 last week and decided to let it go once again. I now have profited $3,800 on the same card in two separate sales in less than one year. <laughs> My man said he wanted it back so bad, finds it, and then sells it again. <laughs> A play is a play, yo. <laughs> a play is a play. That's I funny. agree, Courtney. That is a fire play. And he still... Oh, he sold the Kaboom. Yeah, sold the Kaboom for 2000 and got 25 So he got the Tatum Kaboom and the Kobe. Or in 2500 bucks cash. Sells the Tatum Kaboom later. So he's at, he's at 4500 for something he had 1500 bucks in. Right? Then he sees the card again. He's like, cool, I can buy for 2700 So he's still net 1300 Mm-hmm. And then sells it for thirty five hundred bucks. So he says he profited thirty eight hundred. Twenty seven. Maybe my math off. Well, no, because he's including the Tatum, the two grand for the Tatum. I think. So he got two. Yeah, so he got forty five hundred for that. Got three grand. He's up. So he's up three. Yeah. I feel like we shouldn't break down the math. Yeah, I'm trying. No, the math's hard. right. I, I did the math in my head. The, the math is definitely right. right. Although I have a. Um, Tax man cometh in my life. So now <laughs> when I see these numbers, I'm like, wow. Really about only 65% of that that should take home. Unless you're going in cash, which. Talking taxes. <laughs> yeah, I'm dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a somber weekend. It was a somber weekend for the kid. We're breaking down math talking taxes. That means we've been on this play too long. Next play. All right. Patrick Perez. Oh, this will be cool. He says, I bought a 1998 Jordan Round Paul Refractor for $45 at SneakerCon in San Antonio, and I sold it for $580 on a Facebook page. I would love to make a quick point here. Toy Show, SneakerCon, card play is happening. Everybody should keep that in mind. Do you think it's a play to set up card stuff at places like this? sneaker con or toy shows be like one of the only people there that has sports cards yeah i think it's a play i would say so 100 percent. you're the only game in town yeah could you have a pair of sneakers or something else to sell cool could you buy sneakers yeah sure uh, same thing with toys like i don't know if the show promoters necessarily want that as much i don't like i don't know if that's frowned upon but i think it's, it brings up an interesting point with stuff like this where it's like hey there's nobody else doing cards there but there's uh there could be interest in it. Yeah, I love that. I don't know Jordan well enough, but five hundred sixty bucks for a or five hundred eighty bucks for a Jordan nineties refractor seems mm-hmm. relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. Like I don't follow is Jordan's it in a market screw well enough. Down though, yeah, yeah, it is. That's tough. Bought and sold in a screw down. I think just as a general thought for people submitting in the future, if you have a number, if you have that big of a jump, I would love to know like how you got it for 45. Like what was the negotiation? Like I'm just confused how you go from 45 to 580. He doesn't say how long it was, but you know how long the flip was, but that, that seems like a very large jump. Great work. 
Alright, Jade's room, one more. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Alright, Super Sam 57. Sam says, I have an epic 101 play of the week. I purchased two F1 blaster boxes and one hobby box. I ended up pulling a Charles Leclerc 101 foil refractor. I submitted to PSA, got it back today, 411 as a PSA 9. I just sold it for $5,100 via Facebook. Yeah. After shipping and fees, I made a total of $4,144.82, the biggest flip of my entire life. Nothing beats making money and having fun ripping wax with your friends. That was his PS at the end. Hell yeah, Sam. Yeah, that's happening. That's 100% true. There's nothing like ripping a box with your friends that you're like half and half on and you pull something crazy and then you guys get to sell it together. That's the best. Like we showed that before with the Justin Herbert Red Zone Auto. That video yes. of this kid's yeah. freaking out. Yep. Big card, though. I mean, guys, hot. It's on fire. And on he drives fire. for Ferrari. That's got to matter, right? I mean, well, okay. He's, yeah, he's, it's like playing for the Yankees. Pause a little bit. Six episodes. Is this totally left field? I mean, it was Max Lewis chatter. Lewis is like feeling like the modern day LeBron James. Like, barely even It's in the left mix. field so far as the last two seasons, they've been nowhere near being able to put together a championship level car. And also, he's running away with it. He won by 20 seconds. So there was a big really? car change, right? Yes. Is I did every not notice two that. Years, there's new like car regulations and rules. I don't know how all that works, Ty. To be honest with you, I, I know they changed the rules. Going into this year, there was a big revamp of the car because they'd been working on it in the middle of the everyone's season car got for changed around. And early on, Ferrari clearly has put the best vehicle on the track, right? Yeah, it's very clear they have the best. I mean, uh, best car. we didn't talk about much of it because we brought it up in the beginning, but it's just. You know, if you list like the you know five things you hate to see, the number one would be Max not finishing a race. Which is this man's car just what? cannot two twice of four, two of four. I mean, just well, the concern is that they, if he gets down the track, he's going to win the race. So that's a little bit concerning. If but he if he finishes, he wins. If he could if he could just stay on the if he could stay on the track, like yeah, these races would be a lot closer. Yeah, the, that's and that's what you know. Again, we give Max a lot of crap, but. Dude's phenomenal. Like there was that stat on Twitter uh, a couple weeks ago that in the last 22 races, this is before Australia, but in the last 22 races, Max crossed the checker, like cross checkered flag, right? Finished the race. He was one or two in 21 of those races. That's, that's He's incredible. An insane, insane level driver. Yeah. I just confirmed he won by 20.54 seconds, almost 21 seconds. Run away. The track is also a piece of that, like the way the track is designed affects the straightaways when they can pass, all that good stuff. Shout out to all my F1 people, but 20 seconds is a lot. He is running away with this season. It's crazy. Side note, uh, less than a month away from Miami. <sighs> I'm back in danger again, so I don't I don't know what's going to happen. All right, Jay, is there any more? I think there's one more he said. All right, so this is from uh, Amanda X Band on Twitter. It says, hello, this is my entry for Player of the Week. Back in November, I purchased a raw 2017 Flawless Cuts memorabilia Ted Williams card numbered at 25 for 1100 bucks. She got it on eBay. It says, this seemed like a decent price for the card, but also it's Ted Williams, and the value of his signature isn't going down anytime soon. I had the card graded by PSA through Express, and it came back at PSA 10 with a DNA auto score of 8. I sent in the card for consignment to Golden and got $2,821 for it. 
uh, one of the easiest plays I've ever made. Don't sleep on high value cards of baseball legends like Ted Williams. Love the podcast. That's pretty good. That's a dope card. Is that a check? It's got to be a check, yeah, right? Yeah. You see the, the That's so count numbers. sick. With a bad good looking card, too. Yeah, it's a great card. And a 10. I feel like it's hard to 10 those cards, no? Yeah, I mean, it's thick from a briefcase. Yeah. I think the flawless is typically individually packed as well. So, yeah, cool card. I love it. I love it. Sold it on Golden, too. Love it. All right. What do we uh, scroll through? This is a pretty good week. Charles, no. Round ball, maybe. I love the story of the Kobe. Yeah, so the only thing, like, I love the Charles play. I love the Jordan play. The hardest part with me for those is if the box doesn't go that way, the story doesn't exist. I'm always more for like, hey, I found this card for 50 bucks and sold it for 5,000. Or I bought this card knowing it was going to go up and it worked out. I love the plays. I think those are awesome cards and congrats to them for the polls. That's more of a pull of the week to me than it is a play of the week. So I I, I would probably pass on LeClaire or Jordan as much as I think they're awesome. To me, it's it's a lot more luck-based than anything. So I would go with the Kobe Auto. I think that story is funny. I think that's pretty good. Make your money. You want to, oh, another one back later. You get it, and you're like, hey, I got this card, but shoot, someone's going to offer me 800 bucks more. Never turned out a good profit. Hashtag flip life. Um, I'm in on that. Yeah, I'm dying to take the uh, the toy show one, the the Hogan. I'm dying to. I think it's cool they can play as a toy show. <laughs> so I'm going with the Hogan. Yeah, it's Hogan. It's Hogan. It's the Hogan play. I mean, wrestling, it, baby. Shout out the cousin. Like, shouts to my cousin. For- real 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 quick let's stop this podcast we got him guys we got him another one from ohio no way how do you know this person's from ohio it just says i was in a toy show in ohio it's got to be another ohio person right you're not traveling to a toy show from from out of ohio we got to check with we got to check with added detail it says ohio it's ohio Shout out to Ohio for putting Car Talk Play the week I'm on the map. I'm so done with that state. You guys can didn't we even get catch it. I was for you guys to pick it. I'm sorry for having some integrity and not letting the fact that he's from Ohio disturb my pick. I didn't even never pick be it another either. Winner I from didn't Ohio. pick it. I know you didn't pick you it. You picked, picked it. it. We're aware you guys it. did it. You slept. You, you played mine against. Don't ever play mine against me again. Yeah, you wanted me to pick. You yeah. wanted no, me to I pick I picked the Kobe. Hashtag, you know, shout out to Dallas Card Show. Flipped it at the national. Was that trade night? Like that's an awesome story. I love that play. You guys just thought the Ohio card show was better. Can we get a no? I'm devastated. Hey. Manchester United isn't shambles. <laughs> All right, we're wrap, let's wrap up. Out of detail. Congratulations. Um, out of detail with one win. Wait, wait, hold on. Disclaimer: Added detail can potentially transfer or cannot transfer play of the week to the cousin. Cannot. Cannot. Hopefully, out of detail, we'll listen to the show going forward. Yeah, Love. I think I think they listen because they follow the show and they follow you, Ryan. So I feel like they they might listen. I hope they're in Ohio. That would make. I mean, that's. I think that would be three or four out of the last five winners would be from Ohio. All right, real quick, I'm gonna wrap it up. A couple of releases this week. Not the great. Tenders basketball, encased football, upper upper deck ultimate collection hockey, overtime elite basketball. Tops UEFA Champions League Soccer and Donruss Racing. A lot of uh, a lot of different sports. In case football is a fun one, in case card per box, like that typically does well. Contenders basketball with cracked ices, on-card autos, stuff like that. That can do well. Ultimate, 
Ultimate Collection Hockey is a pretty popular release. That's a that's a top ten or so hockey product. So good good uh good release week. Got some stuff coming up down the road. Prism draft picks, collegiate baseball, Bowman University football, Phoenix football, Bowman baseball, Panini One football, Revolution basketball, and definitive baseball coming up in the next couple weeks. All right, guys, let's uh let's wrap it up. Hey, real quick though, seriously, uh, on a more serious note, Dwayne Haskins, man. Tough stuff. Didn't talk about it at all. Um, you know, try to, if you've made it this far, we are an hour and six minutes in, uh, you know, try to spread a little positivity and love today. Uh, that was, uh, I got that news when I was in Boston this weekend, right? Definitely, uh, definitely makes you not take life for granted. That was, uh, that was tragic, right? 24 years old, Ohio state legend, but more personally, you know, more importantly, a, you know, husband, brother, friend, teammate, a lot of stuff. So, uh, you know, be nice to somebody this week. You just, uh, stuff like that puts a lot of things into perspective. So I just figured we should, uh, we should address it before we, before we end the episode. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah. I mean, as someone that has screamed a lot of things at the TV about Dwayne Haskins, uh, yeah, definitely just made me think about a lot of things. Obviously he buried me many times. That sucks. Messaging from everyone that I saw was just overpouring of how good of a human he was. It's unfortunate. So to end on a more upbeat and positive note, 100 episodes, right? We made it this far. I think we should end with the note that it wouldn't be 100 episodes. It wouldn't be the 100th episode, truthfully, if we didn't end with a Jason mistake. Shout out to Jason for not putting the backyard play in there. We'll see you guys next next time for episode 101. Shout out to Jay. Shout out Jay, shout out Judy, shout out Courtney as well, because the TikTok is back and it's on. And I it's love Jason. New formats. See ya. And the best comment wins. Oh yeah, a package. package. All right, we're leaving. Goodbye. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen, and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com. And we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.